0: Bum 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 Welcome to EMG Radio, episode number 26. This is Randy, and I have a short story for you. On this day, X amount of years ago, uh, there was this little pink and red slimy creature that was spawned onto this world. And that creature was me. Yeah, it's my birthday. And we're going to play some fucking music on my birthday Got a good show lined up for you. Some good songs by Anticantamentum, Three Blind Minds, uh, some new stuff, some fucking old on release stuff. We're going to play some awesome tracks for you today. And as you have guessed, it's just me today. Last week was a little hectic. Uh, This weekend was a little hectic, so I didn't record on Sunday, but I'm still in line with the schedule, Uh, so I foregoed. Uh, lining up some co-hosts once again just to get this moving so we can uh, hit the deadline. That's right, trying to stick to the deadline, New Year's resolution, keeping on track. Two episodes a month. This is the second episode for January of 2014, and I think you're going to fucking like it. (laughs) You better fucking like it because it's free. And speaking of liking it and free, uh, the first track up today ties into both of that. We're going to play a song called Little (laughs) <laughs> We're going to play a song called Lord of Voltmeter" by Space Disc Jockey. And the reason I mention Free is because this is from the, his newest album, Verse, which we, I believe we talked about last episode. You can buy the physical CD, and it comes with a 24-page art comic book. Um, or if you want to look at it the other way, you can buy this awesome 24-page art comic book filled with mixed-media artwork And it comes along with a physical CD of the album Verse. Now, how this ties into my horrible segue just a moment ago is that he decided to go ahead and let people uh, try before you buy, which is a smart tactic. You can go to his website, spacediscjockey.com. That's S-P-A-C-E-D-I-S-C-Jockey. Why do I spell this out every time? Fuck that. It's SpaceDiscJockeyFigureItOut.com. And you can go and you can download the album for free. And you get a, I'm not sure the format. I believe it's a PDF file of the art book. And if you fucking dig it, then you better go back to that SpaceDiscJockey.com and order a copy. He's got limited copies. Um, They're hand numbered. I believe he's got a 100 copies on hand. I'm not sure how many is left. You should definitely go get there before they run out hand numbered copy of fucking Space Disc Jockey's verse with the art book and the CD. But anyway, this is Lord Voltimeter by Space Disc Jockey. That was Lord Voltimeter by Space Disk Jockey from the album Verse. Uh, speaking of Space Disk Jockey, have you been checking out the Hypercube? It's Space Disk Jockey's uh, live streaming ambient music uh, web show. He's been broadcasting every Friday on Google Hangouts, and then of course it's on, also it streams to YouTube. And then after the live stream, you can watch the replays on YouTube. I've been posting them on electronicmusiciansgroup.com, but I believe if you want to go right to the YouTube, it's youtube.com slash space disc jockey, and it's a pretty good show. I'm going to also start posting the episodes on EMG radio. I don't know why I haven't so far, but it's kind of another show if you like this and you like this music, and obviously we play a lot of ambient stuff and a lot of space disc jockey music as well. You're definitely going to like the show. Um, he'll get on, so you can actually look at his beautiful mug and he'll kind of introduce the show and then the rest of the show is usually about a 30 to 40 minute set of live performed ambient music set to uh, photographs that he takes which are very cool photographs so yeah be sure to check out the hypercube In keeping with last episode's more music, less talk, radio-style theme, we're going to move right into the next track. The next track is called Joint by Navic. This is a new track. You can find it on SoundCloud. I believe he's also got uh, downloads enabled, so if you want to download this and listen to it again, you should, because it's a fucking sweet track. This is Navic. Go to soundcloud.com slash thenavic, N-A-V-I-C. Also, uh... Slam the Navic in at the end of Facebook.com and you'll hit his Facebook page. Enjoy this. This is going to pick you up and slam you down. because <laughs> I guess. What the fuck are you right like after him? What the fuck are you right like after here? What the fuck are you doing? Smoking, what are you doing? Oh my goodness, What the fuck are you smoking? Okay, good? No, no. Just a little drink. You smoking weed like that now? Just a little drink. What kind of drink? Do it! Even- Joint by Navic, which is a pretty sweet dubstep song. Um, we're gonna move right along from. I say that all the time. Right along, right along to the next track. We're gonna move right along, moving right along. I should just yeah, just rec- I have I have a sound bank that I just insert that when I feel like I need to insert some fucking uh, urgency into the show. Moving right along. It's an illusion to make you feel like the show has. Uh, a quicker pace than it actually does. Enough rambling. We are going to proceed at a rapid pace to the next song. We're going to move from new track to an on-release track. This is an older track. I'm going to drop two old tracks of mine because it's my birthday, and I'm going to be a little narcissistic if I want. These are both going to be on-release tracks. The first one I'm going to play, though, is is going to keep the pace up a little bit, I hope, once again, installing uh, a sense of upbeat forward movement. I'm going to go ahead and say it's Control-Alt-Destroy. It still fits into the Control-Alt-Destroy sound, um, but this was put together before I uh, adopted that moniker. This is called March beta because it is a demo version um that never really moved past the beta stage uh it's four years old now i made this in 2010 and there's not a lot to say about it uh it's not been mastered so it doesn't sound quite as slick and also you know four years and i've done a lot of music production and mixing and kind of at least i like to think uh learning and evolving since then so it's not quite as slick sounding maybe as some of the newer stuff but it still sounds okay perhaps i'll let you judge that (laughs) wait till we get to the song the other song it's fucking way old anyway this is march by control alt destroy was March Beta by Control-Alt-Destroy, an unreleased track from about four years ago. Um, I don't know if I'll ever really officially release it beyond playing it here, but whatever. It's an okay track. If I say it, you might believe it, right? Anyhow, I have no good segue for this, but this was something I was kind of thinking about. I've been messing around with various social network shit online uh, recently, and... I kind of got back into Tumblr, which I pulled up my Tumblr account, and I had two posts from 2011. So I've kind of been picking that back up, revamped it a bit. Um, but I'm not really here to talk about Tumblr. I'm here to talk about, um, say you're a band, and you're looking to set up a cheap website or somewhere you can direct people to get you know, all your information. I found something that's kind of cool. And this is not necessarily pimping this website because, um, I just started messing with it and it ties into a lot of your social networks, which is always something you want to be a little weary of. But, um, I discovered this flavors.me website. It's F L A V O R S dot M E. And it's kind of interesting. Basically you can get a free account. I think you can move up to like a pro account or whatever they would call it and it's actually pretty cheap, but not cheap enough. Free is where it's at, especially if you're, you know, a band like a lot of us are, artists, and you just want a place to kind of like aggregate a lot of your online content so you can send people to one website. Um, this is just some useful, pot, potentially useful information I thought I'd share. But basically what you do is you get, you get your profile or whatever, it sets it up and it looks like just a website for you. And what made me think to mention it on here is, is I set one up for um, myself and then also Electronic Musicians Group, just kind of trying it out. And it it looks like some of you, the, there's different like layouts you can select, and for the free account, it's kind of limited. But it looks like a lot of various bands and musical artists' websites that I've come across. So I thought this could be a pretty cool uh, free or ultra-cheap alternative for you know people like us trying to set a place a uh, website up now for me personally i enjoy uh the google Blogspot blogger uh service that's what i use for a lot of my websites and it's it's blogger so it's free but i like blogger because if you want to you can get in there and you can customize your webpage, your your blog your website however you want in fact uh peek behind the scenes if it's not obvious anywhere on there. The Electronic Musicians Group and the EMG Radio websites, uh, both of those are .coms, are b- hosted on Blogger. But maybe you want something, you don't want to mess with that too much. So what I like about the flavors.me is you basically connect a bunch of your social website, your social accounts, to that and it kind of aggregates it into this one website now anytime you're connecting like you're using you know sign in with facebook or connect to facebook or twitter or tumblr or blogger or what have you you always want to be weary of the website or the service that you're allowing access to your social shit especially like facebook since it's also tied into personal information you definitely want to be weary so like i said this is just something i found recently Um, I haven't had any problems with it, but I've been keeping an eye on it. Anytime you sign up, you set one of these things up, you want to keep an eye on your Facebook and your Twitter. Check occasionally your outgoing messages. Make sure you're not, like, spamming people that you don't know of. Make sure you haven't had your uh, your account hacked some way. And I think there's certain services that might be a little shady that can do this. So far, I have not found that to be the case with flavors.me, or else I fucking wouldn't mention it. But with the free account, you can uh, connect up to, like, Five social networks. And how I have, I believe, the Electronic Musicians Group Flavors profile. And you can check that out at flavors.me slash electronic musicians group. As you go there, when you go there, you'll get kind of the splash page. You know, you choose a background. It's got your little tab buttons at the top. And it says, you know, Electronic Musicians Group. You can put a little description of what it is. Looks nice. I mean, if you spend a couple minutes tweaking it, And there's really only so much tweaking you can do, which is one thing I don't like, but this is why I mention it for you guys, because if maybe you're not that web savvy or you just want something quick and simple you can set up, that's why I mentioned this in the fucking first place. I connected it to the Facebook uh, EMG page, uh, the EMG Twitter, uh, EMG YouTube, I believe the EMG radio website as opposed to the EMG actual website. I have a link on the front page to the EMG website and other links too but what it does is say you connect it to your Twitter on that website now there's a Twitter tab you click Twitter and it will actually pull up your recent tweets so they don't have to go to Twitter or Facebook to see your posts they can click it and check it out there which is cool here's the main thing though you can connect it to uh, Bandcamp which is fucking awesome for us and you click the Bandcamp tab and it pulls up your albums and it's just got it right there you can connect it to your SoundCloud it'll pull up your SoundCloud uh songs so the main thing is it's basically like your website then if you have an external blog that maybe doesn't look super nice um but you still want to use it as like news posts you can connect that blog through rss feed or just like i believe tumblr and blogger you can connect right to that website and then any time you post on tumblr or blogger it'll show up on that on that flavors so that's kind of cool um if it sounds interesting at all go check it out like i said just be aware. Anytime a website wants to connect your social media, I mean, that's the purpose of this website, and it seems legit so far. Um, I'll let you know in the future if I have problems. I don't expect to, but it's kind of cool. Sometimes it's a little slow to load because it's got to pull up all this all this information off. It's got to like access your blog and this and that. But for the most part, it's been pretty good. That was just kind of a something I thought I'd throw out there, kind of a recommendation. Check it out. Um, I like it. But I don't think I'm going to use it that much. I'm because I have all the websites anyway, and like I said, I've got my shit set up through Blogger. And for the most part, you wouldn't like on the Electronic Musicians Group website, you wouldn't even know um, because you can buy yourself a web domain and then you can assign it to Blogger. You can also do that with the Flavors.me stuff, but. Um, it says that you have to buy the premium account or whatever, which again is cheap in order to assign your own custom domain to it. So that kind of sucks. But anyway, could be something useful to you. I like free stuff. Anytime we can get free stuff online, I like free service. That's why I like blogger. The only issue with issue with certain free things like that is if you're paying for a service, chances are you're not going to run into a problem of for some reason they fucking just shut your website down. Unless you stop paying. With Blogger, I have had issues in the past where they got freaked out about something on my personal blog and they fucking deleted it for a while. Luckily, they didn't actually delete it, but it was down for a couple weeks and I had to complain and send messages to Google and it took a while to get the website back up. That's a hazard of running with certain free websites, but for the most part, you don't have to worry about that. They just thought my website was doing some weird fucking shady i don't know spam or bot shit, which it clearly it wasn't anyway. I just love how you as say as a musician or band, there are so many free resources that you can utilize to get your music out there and to get your 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 get some brand recognition out there and set up a website for free. You can use Bandcamp to sell your albums. You can use a free service to sell your albums or just let people listen to it for free and download it. A lot of us use Bandcamp, and that's why we're always pimping, you know, so-and-so.bandcamp.com because it's a fucking sweet site. SoundCloud's pretty sweet with the free account you're limited to like, you know, 2 hours of worth of tracks that you can upload, but you know, that's not bad either. And I've noticed a lot of people upgrading the SoundCloud um, like I said, I'm a cheap ass and I like to keep shit free if I can. Facebook is obviously free and you can set up pages and fuck, if you have a band, you have to have a face. Like if you have a band and you have any interest in, um, maintaining some type of web presence, you have to have a Facebook fan, a Facebook fan page or something like that. Twitter is free. That shit helps. You want to get on there. Uh, you can pimp your stuff, but you don't always want to just barrage people on Twitter with, you know listen to this, here's this, here's this, and I'm kind of a little guilty of that with the EMG Artists uh, Twitter account, I try not to, but you want to engage people, you know, pimp this out, or, hey, I'm listening to this, or, you know, talk to people, that's, you know, it's common social media type stuff, but yeah, there's just a ton of free resources to, like, put the music out there, and that's pretty awesome, man, when I was trying to find some old tracks to play for you guys today, I was listening to some of my old music, and A lot of that, like, I don't, I couldn't, you know, there's very few tracks that are recorded from the 90s that I made. Um, I'm sure they're fucking out there floating around on a stolen cassette tape somewhere, I'm sure. But I was listening to some of my old tracks, and it got me thinking about music at that point in time. And not to say some of these resources weren't available then. Um, I mean, obviously, that last song I played was, it's only like four years old. But the next song I'll play uh not right away, but the next song of mine I'll play is something like seven years old. I was listening to some music from 10 plus years ago. And at that point there really wasn't, um, there were some resources, but it wasn't really the same. Like there was acidplanet.com. Me and Lou talked about that website a little bit on the first episode of season two of EMG radio. I think it was episode 17, the interview with Lou. I believe we talked about Acid Planet. Um, where you could host music, but it also got me thinking about the 90s, and like there just wasn't anything like it for this now, it's, I hate to gush about this, and I know I do often, but it's pretty cool, anyway, fucking moving on, it is well past time to get to another track, I'm going to play Anticantamentum next, if you listen to EMG radio much at all, you should be well aware of Anticantamentum, and if not, you're in for a treat, and the, uh, kind of, the central, uh, member of Anticantumentum, Daniel Maldonado, who we've had, um, there's a, there's an excellent two-part interview with him, I believe back in the first season, um, you should check those out, it's, uh, invoking the throat dragon of duality part one and two, he has his fingers in so many projects, it is mind-boggling, <phone rings> fuck, my phone is ringing, are you serious? All right, fuck that phone call, I don't know who it was, I didn't answer, probably a fucking telemarketing, Uh, like we talked about on the holiday episode, I'm pretty sure the only reason we pay for a landline fucking phone when I have a cell phone is so that we can entertain, um, calls from telemarketers. Fuck that shit. Let's move on. Anticantumentum. I'm terrible with the pronunciations of the titles of a lot of Daniel's tracks, but I believe this is called Nemo Intelligent, and if that's not correct, um, hit the show notes, And check the correct spelling. And with any of the songs we play, or really any of the links I talk about, if you are on emgradio.com or you come across this on electronicmusiciansgroup.com or um, oftentimes I'll post these on YouTube, in the descriptions or the rest of the blog post, um, there are show notes with links to whatever we talk about typically and, of course, all the music we play everybody we play tonight we have links and links in the show notes to them so check it out this is some anticantimentum um fucking cream of the crop Oh, intelligent by anticantamentum Since I took so long rambling on um, in between those last tracks, we're not going to waste too much time getting to the next track. One could say, moving right along. God, I'm fucking. I'm a horribly cheesy host bastard. We're going to go ahead and get to that other song I mentioned before, an old track of mine, something unreleased. And now this is really pretty old. I want to say this is going let me think, seven, almost eight years back, maybe almost eight years or so. And this is part of an album. I actually put together a full album, never released it, probably won't ever release it. It's pretty rough. But this was like a huge evolutionary period for me in my, like, music writing and mixing. Before this, I was pretty much doing a lot of, like... You know, there was the electronic influence, but there was always a lot of guitar. It was kind of guitar-based music. And I think for me personally... Um, the guitar was holding me back because my skills on the guitar just weren't very good. About this time period that I made this song is when I broke loose from that, started manipulating samples, not just like throwing some loops in there, which I never really like tried to do. I always tried to make them mine in some way. But this is when I would find a sound I liked, clip a single note, and start pitching pitching that thing around and writing riffs out of that. There was a heavy focus on the writing um from a standpoint of I, it's hard to explain i guess more of a composer focus than i had before i'd have no classical training and i'm sure that's fucking pretty obvious <laughs> but this was a this was a, a time period when i was really starting to like understand how music worked music theory more so than before but without the names you know i couldn't tell you what specific scale i might have been working in but I was. it was all starting to click at this point. <laughs> but at the same time, I went on a heavy anti, like, there's going to be no guitar. I'm going against this guitar. I'm going against uh, typical song structuring. I was very anti-pop in a way. Um, so the music came out really weird, which is okay. Anymore, I don't usually come at it with an agenda. Um, but at this point, I was coming at it with kind of an agenda and... So it came out very strange and sometimes like clown circus music. It was just all over this place, the place, this album. But at the same time, it had this like kind of really weird cohesive feel. And I feel this is when like um, my music writing abilities really started to kind of evolve. Things started to click for me. This is one of my favorite songs from that time period. It's called The Creeps. And as the title might suggest, it's just kind of a weird, creepy track. I'm not sure. I think I'm just going to go by my, my name for this. So I will say this is The Creeps by Randall Sylvie. That was The Creeps by Randall Sylvie. Me, it's so weird to like... I play my own music on here often. As Control, Destroy, or part of uh, my collaboration in Three Blind Minds. But it's so weird to introduce the track <laughs> by my name. For me, um, my standpoint on the music I make is... As a musician, I make music for people to listen to. But really, more than that, I make music... That I enjoy music for me to listen to Which is probably why I have 10 plus years worth of unreleased music Sitting on hard drives and flash drives And lost to the ages, no doubt um, From that point of view I am I really enjoy that song um, It's one of the songs I think I'm most proud of And usually don't get much of a reaction from people Because it's kind of strange I hope you enjoyed it And if not, oh well You can't even get that This is the only place to listen to that nearing the end of the show now uh, i got one more track to play this is another kind of me centric track but like i said it's my birthday this is uh the day every year to commemorate the spawning of randy um which is you know a fucking pretty special day right right Uh, i felt like i was going i don't know brooklyn or something for a second So we're going to go ahead and play um, another track that I'm super proud of. Uh, This is Three Blind Minds Progression, and I'm actually surprised I hadn't played this before because um, this is one of my favorite uh, 3BM tracks that uh, I got to put together with uh, Lou and Steve. I think I was probably holding out on this track for a possible uh, Three Blind Minds interview episode or something, but I'm just going to go ahead and play it today because it's my day. This is my day this is my day but um this is another kind of weird track this is you know with a lot of my tracks at certain points in time it's another one where structure goes out the window but this one is different this is like a a journey track where it evolves it might return to certain themes um but it evolves as it goes um it's weird at times and, but at the same time, I think there's a lot of emotion in it, particularly at certain points, and it builds an emotion as it goes. At least for me, it does. Um, this was kind of a cool collaboration. There's elements that were from a song that Louie did years ago as Subliminal Hit, so in a way it's a remix. But at the same time, we recorded. Um, uh, Steve and Lou both recorded new synth parts for it, which then went into the mix, um, and then. I did the final mix, um, added some stuff. I kind of have my own personal story set into this song. It's one of those songs that's like definitely tied with a time period of which it was made, and every time I listen to it, that time period, you know, it's one of those things. It's a, a sense memory where it just the feeling of that time period rushes back, and that's probably why this is one of my favorite songs, but it also has some of my favorite, like, mixing work in it, and some really cool riffs. Like I said, it's a journey track, and being a journey track, it's fucking 10 minutes long. I shouldn't have even warned you. I should have just launched it on you, but I wanted, I just wanted to let you know, a heads up, but this will be the last song we play tonight, so I want to make it count. I hope you enjoy it. This is Progression by Three Blind Minds. You can find this on uh, the Ghosts in the Collective Volume 1 album at bandcamp, excuse me, at threeblindminds.bandcamp.com. Enjoy. was progression by three blind minds you can find that on the ghosts in the collective volume one album kind of a weird mix of like genre there i'm not even really sure what i would call it there's some like dubstep influence in the sense but it's definitely not a dubstep song um but anyway i hope you enjoy that one that will do it for tonight's show i want to thank you for listening i'm fucking proud of you if you got through my rambles and rants and got this far into it um pat yourself on the back there are many places to listen to emg radio i'm not sure where you're listening to this at right now um but just to let you know uh you can get this episode and more at emgradio.com electronic musicians group.com search up emg radio on itunes if you want to leave us a review that's awesome it doesn't even have to be a good review um but more reviews a podcast gets on there, the more exposure it gets, which means more people listening, and that's obviously a good thing. We're not going to win any awards with this shit, but maybe we can get a few more listeners and spread the music around. We're also on Mixcloud. That's what I've been using for the embedded players lately because the players I was using before were loading really slow for some reason. Check us out on Twitter at emgartists. And, of course, on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Electronic Musicians Group. This is also going to be on YouTube. It's fucking everywhere. I put this shit everywhere. Because you should have options. Options are great. And I'm going to leave you with this quote from Thomas Fuller. Music is nothing else but wild sounds civilized into time and tune. (laughs) Thank you for listening to EMG Radio. EMG Radio is an electronic media collective production for the Electronic Musicians Group. It is licensed under Computer Commons Attribution, on commercial, no derivatives, 3.0 on license. and All music can within EMG Radio. I'll catch the property of the respective owner, subject to the respective copyrights and the licensing, and use to hear with the commission. For more EMG Radio, visit EMGRadio.com. To check out more Electronic Musicians Group, go to Facebook.com slash Electronic Musicians Group, or hit us up on Twitter at Twitter.com slash... I had a total mind blank.